We welcome you to another live edition of the Sports Box, brought to you by our sponsor, Showcase Sports in Hamilton. Showcase Sports for the elite athlete. And by our friends over at Crowdplay. Download the free Crowdplay app today and check them out at www.crowdplayapp.com for details. Ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime. Hey everybody, welcome to Cage by IQ. I am your host, D-Bake. Join with me today is 25-year-old phenom and current one championship strawweight uh, champion, Joshua Pasillo. How's it going, Joshua? Yeah, it's good. You no, know, um, despite this pandemic, it's hard, but... Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bet it is. I bet it is. As you know, you haven't fought since last January. Mm-hmm. Uh, before I get started with the questions, I just want to bring up a little photo with a quote on it from a magazine that right here, Black Belt, that says, One story, world champion Joshua, the, the passion, Pasillo, is one of the most exciting athletes in the sport today. How does that make you feel? Man, first time I saw that, I can't, I can't believe. <laughs> I was shocked that I was... Uh, I was into that uh, Black Belt magazine, you know, uh, it's, it's different. Uh, um, it's a privilege for me to yeah. be in there. Exactly. As you know, being the champion at that young age has a lot to hold up to. Uh, mm-hmm. How do you hold up to being a champion right now? Is it easy for you or do you just go in every day, just training, making it a grind? Um, before the the pandemic, it was going smooth, you know, going smooth ride, but no, it's just the pandemic that is hard. Last last year, we find time to train. We find ways to train here in our home. And luckily this year, we got back in the gym just this year, <laughs> we get back in the gym, in the gym, going back to normal again. It's hard, but keep going. <laughs> I bet it is. But uh, let's get started with the the questions I have for you. Uh, the first one I had is, how hard was it to basically have to grow up early, knowing your dad was working overseas? Um, I remember I was great too that day. No, the time that he went to over to work overseas it's hard it's hard growing up without that but there's a lot of people that uh, you know become um, a daddy figure for me my uncle uncle ray you know and and of course he's he was my first coach he introduced yeah. me to in uh, he, he introduced me in muay thai and that's where it all began <laughs> yeah yeah and speaking of that uh, the next question I have for you, what led you to studying kickboxing and Rushu at the age of 11? I think Rushu was 13, but yeah, yeah. kickboxing at 11. Um, truth is, I was, I was fat, you know, when I was 10 years old or 11. And um, supposedly, it's just for fitness. I'm doing kickboxing in white eye just for fitness, but... You know, when I started doing it over and over again, I got in love with it. And, you know, this is the time that I knew that 
um, I love martial arts and that's where it all begins. Yeah, that's that's why I hear from a lot of uh, MMA fighters that they got they broke into it just for like fitness or to mm -hmm. lose weight, and then they they just wind up falling in love with it. Uh, is there anything specific about it that you just fell in love with it, or was it just out of nowhere? I don't know. The the training it's hard, but I enjoyed it. That's that's the that's the thing. It's hard, but I enjoyed it. And, you know, uh, I just got two weeks training and my uncle put me in a fight already. Yeah. And I don't know what to do, but I lost that fight. But, wow, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed training. I enjoyed fighting. Yeah. And that's that's why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on. Uh, what kind of kid would you say you were when you were growing up? Um, yeah, I was longing for, uh, you know, a daddy figure, but that, that feeling, uh, made me strong, you know, made me who I am today. And I was longing for a daddy figure, but I found it, um, in martial arts, you know, and martial arts taught me to stand up on my feet. And then, of course, as you see now, you're doing a good job of that. Yeah, being, being the being the current strawweight champion, so there's no complaints there. I bet. Yep. <laughs> were you able to finish your hotel and restaurant management degree? I did read that you were studying it while you were training. That's a bad question. <laughs> it's okay. Um, I I didn't finish yet. Uh, since I get the belt in get back the belt in 2019 i did it oh, yeah. in a row you know because i was very focused on training yeah. improving myself and defending the belt uh, but now you know uh, i think it's one last sem already and i'm finished so i'm gonna oh, finish it i uh, hopefully i'm gonna finish it by the end of the year <laughs> uh, do you see yourself uh using it when you're done with your career just to continue uh, making money and then uh, keep yourself uh, working? Or is that something that you're going to think about once your career is over in MMA? Mm -hmm. uh, when my career is over, I think I'm going to put up a little restaurant, I think, or a bake shop and use my knowledge to eat. Uh, but my main, the main thing for me is when I'm finished, I'm going to teach also. I'm going to coach children that will be um, you know, uh, be the next champion. Oh, that that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> I, I do like when uh, a fighter gives back where yeah. he, he's finished his career, mm -hmm. then he becomes a, he becomes a coach. That, that's something yeah. that I really like. And I was going to actually ask you that too. Mm -hmm. uh, do you see yourself like being in somebody's corner or do you just want to coach at like a, at a gym? I think for me, uh, I'm going to, I want to see myself uh, coaching in that uh, cage corner, you know, um, to see, uh, <clears throat> to, what do you call this, to pass, I think it's like passing the torch to yeah. the children, to the next generation. And I see myself coaching. Yeah, yeah. yeah. as you've seen that, well, the UFC, I know, uh, mm -hmm. uh, Habib is doing that right now. Yeah, he, yeah. He, 
he just retired, and then now mm-hmm. he's that, that he said his next goal is he wants to become the the coach of the year. The coach, of and the year. <laughs> he, he has guys in uh, Belcher PFL. Yeah. He has a guy fighting right now, actually, Ooh, and he's whoa. there. And then he has a couple guys in the UFC. UFC, yeah. So. Uh, it's good to see that he's doing that, especially mm-hmm. since he just retired not yeah, too yeah. long ago. So, so I'm hoping to see you do that when you uh, retire. And I think that you're doing a good job at doing that. Yeah. How was your uh, developmental years for you as an amateur fighter? Oh, when I was an amateur, you know, I fight in Muay Thai. I fight in Wushu, uh, Wushu Sanda. You know, uh, a lot of loss, you know. I I always lost fight, but um, I didn't get uh, distracted. I didn't get uh, you know um, downed because I lost. But you know, yeah. um, I, I still enjoyed it. And these losses in my amateur career, you know, um, uh, it has made me stronger when I entered the uh, professional my professional um, career. So and then and then you you were an amateur at a younger age than most people are because uh, you're only <laughs> 25. So uh, you yeah. got started at, at a, a great age. You would say. Yeah. And, then and I, would, I, I would say it's better to lose early when you're an amateur yep. rather than when you're a pro because then you yeah, can yeah. see what you mess up with and then correct yourself mm-hmm. then rather than winning as an amateur thinking you're okay and then start yeah. losing as a pro and then you have to fix it later on. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. And uh, I entered like a pro amateur MMA when I was 17. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. When I was 11 or 12 years old to 16 years old, uh, currently, Loss, loss, loss in kickboxing, wushu sanda. But when I entered MMA, I know how to deal with it already. And that's good. Do you think uh, being so young, that's going to give you a longer career? Or do you uh, not think about that right now? No, I'm not thinking about it right now. No, I'm just more focused on honing up my skills right now and continue to develop and level up as an yeah. athlete do you have any favorite cheat meals <laughs> this is a question that, was, that i just uh, that i just started good. asking yeah um shawarma uh what, what 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 is that for people that wouldn't know um shawarma is uh it's like you have this pita bread okay and uh what you call this a meat and a sauce over it it's like, um, yeah, it's like, what do you call this? Um, because my father worked in Israel, right? Yeah. So they're eating this shawarma. Oh, um, okay. It's a pita bread with meat on it and you have sauce. And uh, number two is pizza. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of pizza, course. Bro, it's pizza. And... Uh, the number three is uh, they call this um, milk tea. It's a drink. Milk. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. You know it. <laughs> if you're if you're ever in the states, go to New Jersey or New York. Mm-hmm. That's where the best pizza is. 
Oh. So, so if you're ever in the States and you want pizza in New Jersey and New York. Okay, got it. So keep <laughs> that in mind. Getting hungry, man. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> That's definitely not good when you're about to go train soon. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what does the typical training week look like, and do you feel like you still have a lot to learn? Um, typical training week for us is in the morning. We do drills, more on drills. Uh, we do, what do you call this? Uh, techniques review. And of course, sometimes we go running. Yes, you can see me there in the oval. Yeah. We go run 10 rounds and you have to beat 15 minutes in that 10 rounds. But it's hard, you know, only... Edward Fulayang did that. <laughs> My fastest time is 16 minutes 45 seconds. And, and they always they always said uh, the hardest part for a fight is training, and then when you get to the fight, yeah. usually that's the easiest part. That's the easiest part. Uh, it's it's hard to it's hard to think of that, but I I would agree with that because of all the hours that you probably mm -hmm. put in the training. Yeah, yeah. All the hours, all the sacrifices, man. And after that, in the morning, we go to the gym, 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 or 9 p.m. So we do pad works, wrestlings, and grappling. Okay. True. Uh, you, you put it out there. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, what, are, what are some of your hobbies outside of MMA? I always ask this because you put so much uh, time and effort into training and then fighting. Mm -hmm. It's good to see what, what – fighters do outside to kind of keep their mind fresh so they don't burn themselves out now we do uh mountain biking enduro so the downhill yeah. like that it's very good you know the adrenaline adrenaline rush and sometimes we play basketball even if i don't know how to play but it's fun you know <laughs> play basketball and that's it and playing um games you know like mobile legends <laughs> um okay i was i was gonna ask you what games do you like yeah that's only mobile legends uh, sometimes in pc call of duty okay cardi yep. yep that's where it's at <laughs> uh do you watch uh, do you watch any sports on tv do you have any time for that yeah of course you know um of course mma and of course, NBA. <laughs> well, who do you like in NBA? Golden State Warriors, but Ooh. sadly yeah. they didn't yeah. enter the playoffs. Yeah. Man, I, I, I'm a I'm a Sixers guy, so oh, uh, <laughs> so 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 we we got game, uh, game three tomorrow. Uh, yeah, yeah. Go go Embiid. <laughs> <laughs> and then who do you have a favorite? MMA fighter that you like look up to or <clears throat> or anything? For me, I know the best example of a complete athlete is Khabib Nurmagomedov. Inside and outside the cage, he's a champion. You know, he's a role model, role model to all the um, upcoming uh, athletes. And then, knowing that you're from uh, the Philippines. Uh, do you look up to Manny Pacquiao at all? Do you would you watch any of his boxing fights? Well, of course, you know, uh, since I was a kid, I was watching him, Manny Pacquiao, and his his life story is amazing, you know, and very inspiring to all 
to all of us from rugs to riches. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then he's gonna be fighting in August too. Yep, and he's gonna have a he's gonna have a tough yeah. opponent. Uh, I think you know. Um, uh, I think this the last or second to the last fight for him. <laughs> uh, he's going there. He's going there. Yeah, but, it, uh, definitely. But he definitely had a great career. I, I think. Yep. And nothing to nothing to look bad down upon. He he's gonna be yes, looked right. for with all the with the all the grace and positiveness that he should have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and of course I can see him. You know, it's very hard being a senator and an athlete. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so time management. <laughs> yep. Oh, when can we expect you you next to fight? And what's what's your thoughts about competing in the kickboxing division? Um. Expect me, you know. Um, I think before this year ends, um, I wish to fight one once, and of course, competing in. Uh, I didn't think about this competing in kickboxing division, you know. I was more focused on staying on MMA, right. and there's but there's a lot of upcoming athletes of Team Lakai that uh, I know. The, I think this gonna they're gonna enter this kickboxing kickboxing division. Yeah. I, yeah, I only ask because you got all these guys that have been yep. coming out saying that, that they want to try an, uh, another division in one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mighty Mouse just came out and said that he he was thinking about yeah, yeah, competing yeah. in kickboxing. Ooh, then great. then you had Routing come out and said he he was thinking about doing MMA. So you got all these guys. That's that's why I like one so much is you don't just have MMA. You got the yeah, kickboxing, yeah. and then you got the Muay Thai mm-hmm. division. It gives right. so much opportunities yes. for the fighters there that you can try all three if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm gonna try that when I was a thirty plus years old. Okay, <laughs> when I get old. So, so we'll you're see. enjoying you're enjoying your MMA part right now, yep. and then consider it later. Yes. That sounds right. good. How was it to receive your one championship contract and how's the week cut been for you for each fight? So last 2016 I received my one championship contract. So I fight twice in one night because it's a grand prix. We're gonna win it and who's gonna win this is going to to enter one championship so it's a great uh one of the most unforgettable experience for me you know fighting twice in one night and getting the one championship contract and the weight cut in one championship is so uh, amazing you know there's no dehydration because you need to load a lot of water to keep hydrated and yeah. Uh, this is gonna be, you know, uh, a normal weight for all the athletes. You know, you, you don't need to cut ten kilos, and then, and tomorrow you're gonna be get back <laughs> that ten kilos. So I think uh, for us, this is very healthy, very healthy. And then uh, before I move to the next question, I, I do have like a, a fallback question on this. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the one championship breaking into the U.S.? You know how they they just did the one on TNT series where they're trying to get the audience to the U.S. How do you feel about all that? I'm so very excited when I saw that. And, you know, um, 
one championship is getting big already no it's not just in asia but we're going to us and of course hopefully in the future you know i can also fight in front of uh, us fans <laughs> And uh, there's, there's nothing like a U.S. crowd. I'll put, I'll put it, I'll put it that yeah. way. <laughs> and I, I think it'll, it'll, it'll be really positive for one championship to break over here, and then at least try to get a a, a fight card in uh, New York at the yeah, Madison yeah, yeah. Square Garden. That that would wow. that would be that would be that paramount. Would be amazing, man. <laughs> I definitely would be. It would be a big show. Uh, yeah. and, then, and then they would have to put you on it. Ah, <laughs> hopefully by the end of the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what made you so dangerous in your fights when when you avenged a loss? You had a couple losses the past couple of years where you were able to come back and then get that uh, that shot against the guy that beat you, and then you mm -hmm. actually won and did it in a really good fashion. What made you so dangerous in those rematches? I think it's made me dangerous from learning from my loss. You know, if you don't learn, then you're not you you are not learning already. But if you learn from your loss, you get back in the drawing board, review what's your weakness. That's what we did. You know, my coach Mark, we reviewed already. We we put time to it, and you know. Um, getting that rematch is very good. It's very good. Yep, Not yep. just rematch, but I think uh, we'll have a trilogy match with Saruta. <laughs> oh, yeah? I think. I just think. <laughs> that, that would be great. Mm -hmm. Nothing better than a trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, where does winning the strawweight title rank amongst your lifetime achievements? Um, I think... Winning the strawweight title is, for me, it's just the second thing. The main thing for me is, yeah, win the strawweight. But, of course, uh, to inspire the next generation, you know, it doesn't stop there from getting a strawweight title. Um, it continuously go, you know, to inspire the next generation to, so that, they also will become a champion in their own chosen Definitely, because especially with you wanting to become a coach, mm -hmm. you can yep. let them know, I did it. I put the work in. Yep. I just won, I, I won the title. If you put the work in like me, you could have the same opportunities yeah, that I have. That's right. That's right. And then that will be, be a good thing for you as a coach. Just be like, mm -hmm. I was a former champion. It just yep. like I'm willing to put in the work for you. I'm, I hope you put in the work that I did, yes. helping you and then fighting as well. So mm -hmm. I see, I definitely see a future. Yeah. Even uh, now, you know, if I can yeah. see a guy training, I can see if he, he's putting his 100% or not. I can see that because you no, know, I. I put my 100% on training, so I yeah. know the feeling. I know what it is. <laughs> and then you could probably spot if he has the yep. uh, has the yes. it factor or not. Yeah. Uh, one of my last questions I have, what advice would you give young fighters who are thinking of becoming a pro? Oh, just what, what I've said, you know, um, if you really want to become a 
pro athlete, you know, you need to um, do a lot of sacrifices, yeah. you know, do a lot of put on your 100% work, train hard. At the same time, you need to train smart. And, of course, you need to put in a lot of time and focus. The main thing is focus on your goal. And, of course, to keep uh, winning all the fights. Like, if you have a fight, um, think that this is your last fight of your life. <laughs> Is it? Yep. And then uh, before we get going, uh, knowing that you're in the strawweight division, do you have any inkling to move up or down weight class? Or are you just happy to be at the strawweight uh, division? Uh, for me, uh, I will stay in the strawweight division because, you know, flyweight... Uh, that's for my teammates, you know, Danny King, Edin Jay, Eustachio, Bantamweight. They're getting um, that uh, weight class is getting stuck because, you know, there's three of my teammates already there. Mm. You know, Jan Lumark Sangyao is there, yeah. the son of Coach Mark. True. Yep. <laughs> and then... Uh, how is it uh, uh, fighting for a, a bar like Chatri? I hear he has the greatest uh, warm-up speeches before each event. I feel like I hear he gives like like a one-minute speech that is just pumps everybody up. How are they? Uh, if you are dance, you're getting chills and you're very getting very very excited, and nervous, and you're gonna think that you know. This is this is your moment because you know Chatter is a uh, is a very good you know and he motivates us a lot. Win or lose, he will motivate you. And yeah, yeah. And then lastly, is there any dream matchup that you have that you would like to have in, in the future, or you've never thought about that? Ah, uh, no. For me, you know, um, as an a champion. Uh, my job is to defend, defend the title, and uh, of course, um, I'm more focused on getting better one percent every day. You know, uh, in my skills and or being a well-rounded athlete. You see, when, when I watched a tape of you, I just felt like. If there was some way that Mighty Mouse could move to the strawweight division, that would make for a that great would matchup. be good. <laughs> that, that would be great <laughs> because because the just the matchup between you yeah. two would be great, and it would be the perfect time now to do it. Mm-hmm. After, but after, if yeah, if I have an, they give me an opportunity to go to flyweight and just fight Mighty Mouse, it would be a privilege, you know, to test myself against <laughs> yeah, the world. Exactly, exactly. But that will wrap up this uh, interview with uh, Straw Week champion Joshua Pasiu. I'd like to thank you so much for sp- uh, taking time out thank and you, uh, you, talking sir. to me. He's getting ready to go train. Hopefully he has a fight uh, lined up soon. Uh, definitely check him out, uh, all, of his, uh, all of his fights on uh, YouTube or on One mm. Championship. Anything you would like to say before we get going? Yeah, well, thank you to all our fans and supporters. You know, thank you for supporting us in our ups and downs. God bless you all. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah.
and, and and thank you for coming on. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your of your day. Yeah, thank you, yeah. sir. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you very much. I would like to thank Joshua for coming on right now. I know he has a busy schedule, so I want to thank him again for coming on. Once again, I am your host, D-Bake. This is uh, Cage My IQ, the best place for MMA content. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch at the handles to the left. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. We do a lot of preview and recap videos for UFC PFL one championship and belter. And then we pump out interviews just like the one here. And once again, I'd like to thank everybody for coming on and you guys have a wonderful Western night. Thank you again. Thank you for watching this episode of cage. My IQ on the sports box. Please remember to follow us on all of our social media outlets. On Facebook at Sportsbox Show, Twitter at Sportsbox Show, Instagram at The Sportsbox Show. Find us on YouTube and join Outside the Box, our Facebook sports discussion group. The Sportsbox is brought to you by our sponsor, Showcase Sports in Hamilton. Showcase Sports for the elite athlete. And also our friends over at Crowdplay. Download the free Crowdplay app today. And use promo code THEBOX at sign up for 10 free points. Thank you for joining us.